Welcome to I See Dad People, providing a voice to the modern dad around the world. Sharing stories, having a laugh, and cringing at Eugene's I don't know where he found them dad jokes. So let's go. Hello, and a very happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of I See Dad People. Over the past couple of weeks, we have delivered slash tried to deliver some live podcasts. It has not come without its fair share of hurdles and cut the commercial moments, but I hope you did enjoy them. Speaking of hiccups, considering Steve and I, we, we both work in technology, you would think that the tech side of delivering these live podcasts would not fail us. However, I guess you learn things over time, eh? If you get the chance today, go to YouTube and search for Zoolander files in the computer. It will give you a laugh and maybe try and paint a picture of me and Stevie trying to figure things out for this live podcast. Speaking of podcasts, the recent live podcast for Halloween is available on our website, icdadpeople.com and various different platforms for podcasts. Today's show is a bit different. There shall be no Eugene and Steve random questions. Unfortunately, Steve isn't available at the moment. He's going to join later on when our guest jumps on. I think the last thing that I heard before Steve was going to join us was his wife asking him to open the windows. (sighs) I guess Steve will now be asking Santa for a new computer this Christmas. (laughs) Let's just be thankful he wasn't asked to eat his apple. Today's guest is Jed Darty. And he joins us from a very snowy Boston. He is the owner of the website readingwithyourkids.com and the STEM podcast, Solve It For Kids. We are looking very forward to hearing about his love for books and inspiring families to read together. Okay, let's go over to Jed. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the Hey Jed, welcome to IC Dad People. Thanks so much for joining. I think Steve has also just joined. Jed, tell us a little bit about yourself and the pretty interesting day that you are having so far. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm speaking to you uh, from my van outside of my home. There's no power. Uh, Boston got hit with a surprise uh, Halloween Eve snowstorm last night. We got about a half an in- half a foot of snow. And it's real heavy. And wow. um, uh, so, yeah, we can't do, uh, in fact, the power company is calling me right now. I have to let them know I can't speak to them. <laughs> but I've been, uh, I'm the host of the Reading With Your Kids podcast. And we just celebrated our 900th episode um, last week. It's It's been um, a real joy. This is, um, I've, I've been part of uh, a few podcasts right now, but um, reading with your kids is certainly the the most successful, and it's also the one that feels um, closest to my heart uh, because I understand that the relationship that I have now with my my now adult kids they're twenty four and, and twenty eight uh, that relationship that bond began uh, when we were when when they were just born and we were sitting on the couch all cuddled up in reading a book 
and you know asking asking the kids questions what do you think is going to happen next and what do you think about this and you know uh that is just such an empowering experience for kids and um such a great way to bond with kids that I knew if I if I had something that I wanted to pass on to folks that that's that's it just the encouragement to read not only with your babies but with continue to read with your kids and watch TV with your kids and listen to music with your kids throughout their life yeah no it's uh, it's it's super interesting because uh, one one thing that's happened since uh, we've started the podcast is I have memories coming back to me uh, from very young age that I haven't had in 15 20 years like seriously didn't none of these thoughts came into my head but the more we've been talking to people and one of the things that's come into my mind has been uh, re- my, my mom and my dad reading books and they're just coming out they just these memories are coming out of the back of my head and I remember reading uh these books from Enid Blyton. I don't know if you know Enid Blyton. So these are really popular books back in Ireland and uh, uh, and England. <clears throat> I think she was an English writer. But all of actually, I can still remember, you know, uh, now uh, books, and I must have been, you know, six, seven, uh, mm-hmm. eight. Like, and I can still remember now part of the books. I can remember part of the stories and pieces still stick in my mind. And then the minute I think of that piece of the book, I actually remember now. Uh, sitting with my mom and dad so that sparked that younger age memories of me so yes that that has been an experience i've only gone through in the last few weeks actually and we're running so fast i just didn't think about it yeah i have memories of 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 sitting down and listening to my folks if the first book that was mine was a book i remember a big yellow cover on it was called mr bear goes to boston and it was a story about a bear from the north woods of Maine, took the train down to Boston and and just went around and visited all the places that were close to my home and that I visited and that I knew. Uh, and, and here it is. I'm almost 100 years old right now. And I still remember that. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy how those memories continue on. Jed, I was just taking down a couple of notes there. Uh, firstly, congratulations on the 900th episode. That's thank you. That's that's very very tough going. Myself and Stevie have just started our podcast journey, and that's a lot of work to keep that going and the consistency. So I have to take my hat off to you on that one. When we decided to to jump on this podcast journey, there was a spark that started it. For you, what was the spark? Not only to start a podcast, but to start reading with your kids <sighs> to read this the spark to start reading with my kids i was so excited to become a dad um my wife is a teacher um i have be, before i started podcasting before i started performing educational magic shows around the country i was in social work and and working with kids in in different uh different settings so when we were expecting our our son it was this crazy exciting time and you know we knew that uh, that reading was important to kids but i had read somewhere that uh read to your kids while they're in the womb because they'll hear you and they'll, they'll and so i was sitting there and lying with my wife and with my head on her belly with the book up and i was reading to my son when he was <laughs> when he was in the womb and when he came out it was just you know it was just such a wonderful thing and it was the thing 
when he was a baby, it was a thing that we could do together. You know, we could lo- look at pictures together. You know, you couldn't really have much of a conversation, couldn't throw the ball around with them. You couldn't go out for a run, but you could sit down and you could read together. And we would read together for hours. And uh, it it was just just such a blessing. Awesome. So, so one one other part of all of this is your, uh, as you mentioned, is the magic uh, mm-hmm. piece of all of this. Can you give us a little background on that? That's a super interesting uh, 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 combination with the reading and, and the magic. How did how did that all come about? Well, I'll I'll tell you, it's um, uh, divine intervention. Uh, uh, when when I was a, a, a guy in high school, I, I attended a Jesuit high school, and my thought was that. Uh, I was being called to be a, a priest. And so that I went, once I made that intention known, um, a very, very wise priest, um, Father James Waterbury Kelly, who was in his 80s at the time, he sat down with me and uh, he said, you know, I went into the seminary when I was 15. Uh, we don't do that anymore. I know you're getting recruited by these different orders. Um, my suggestion to you is to go to college, have fun. He didn't use the fun word. He said something different, a little bit more um, language that guys would use. But uh, <laughs> I got his message. Um, so I did. I went to college. Uh, I, I studied, came out of college, went into social work. Um, but when I was around 25, 26 and the social work, you know, I was kind of burning out on that. I, I, I sat down and um, went on a retreat. I said, I have to make up my mind. Is, is this what I'm being called to do? And when I was in uh, start of the retreat, the priest said, um, have you ever asked Jesus if he wants you to be a priest? And I said, uh, gee, come to think of it, I haven't. So that night I did. And he said no. And uh, I went home kind of frustrated, scared, angry. And I, I just kind of looked up to heaven and said, so what do you want me to do? And I didn't hear anything back. Thankfully, that would have been upsetting. But uh, I sat down, opened up the newspaper, and the first thing I saw was that the circus was in town. They were auditioning for clowns. And I looked up to him and I said, you you got to be kidding me. And uh, I went and I auditioned and I did great. And I and I knew that it was meant to be. Um, so this this Irish Catholic guy from Boston who had nobody, no showbiz background no one in you know nothing i when i made the announcement that i was going to become a professional clown um you could probably imagine the kind of things people said to me uh but it was it 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 was it was actually meant to be and um uh, i started clowning and from clowning i started to learn magic and um uh, doing it in schools, uh, doing it to in in order to teach, do, doing the clowning and the magic in order to teach, again, just felt natural to me. It was something that I was really drawn to do. It was something that I discovered that, you know, the things that I was trying to help kids work through as a social worker, I could I could address those same kind of issues with kids before they were getting in trouble and before they were in crisis. We could talk to them about making healthy choices and uh, and not bullying each other and being respectful and kind and caring and dealing with your emotions. And for me, it's it, um, it, it, it's just so much better than than you know trying to deal with the crises. I, I 
you know, I was good at it, but I wasn't built for it. It wasn't good for me. So, so since since you started on your journey with um, creating your website and podcast, obviously you, you're after developing quite a library of recommended books and uh, methods to, to try and use with reading with your kids. Now that we're coming into silly season, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. And just to place you in a good position before we enter that period, are there any books that you can recommend for parents now looking to get a really cool present for their kids or even to get them reading from this point forward? Yeah, yeah. Um, Some of the books that that my kids loved and were really meaningful for us, um, Tommy DiPaolo um, is a very well-known author. He just recently passed away. But any books that that he wrote are absolutely magnificent. One one book that was especially meaningful for my kids was uh, a book called a, a Clown, a Clown of God. And of course, being you know, when my kids were growing up, they knew their dad was this guy who put on makeup and made kids laugh and did magic tricks. So I think that they could relate to that character. Um, and I have such great, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tearing up now, remembering sitting down and reading that book with the kids. Uh, we have something on our, our, our website, uh, on, on our show, it's called the Certified Great Read Program. And it's a kind of, it's like a seal of approval program. And we've had lots of authors uh, who've uh, been on the show. Uh, I've, I've also asked our, our panel to kind of examine their book and see if they think it's worthy of four or five out of five stars. So folks go to our website, and um, uh, which is readingwithyourkids.com and uh, click on the Certified Great Reads tab, they'll be able to see a long list of, of books that we've kind of reviewed and, and, and think are worth uh, their checking out. Um, one of the things that's been neat, uh, in addition to having some New York Times bestsellers on the show, uh, Hollywood movie stars who've written kids' books, we've had lots of indie um authors authors who are self-published and um they're doing they're, they're there's some really really great indie books out there um where we're living in the time that you know the three of us can get on and we can create a podcast with technology and we can broadcast to the world you know um it's amazing the same kind of technology is allowing a lot of of indie authors who don't want to go through the ordeal of trying to sell a book to a traditional publishing house uh they can get their their books out there and they're they're worth a look um i I just um something slipped out of my mind hopefully it will slip back and if it does I'll, i'll i'll let you know um but um yeah i think that that's a great place to start uh and it of course again anything by tommy DePaula is is definitely oh definitely worth your your time the other thing i would suggest um we hear a lot about how important it is for kids to see themselves represented positively in in the pages of books. And I agree, but I also think it's just as important for kids to see folks of other ethnicities and other races, other abilities portrayed positively in the pages of books. Um, you know, there are kids out there who are living, who've never met a kid 
who speaks Spanish at home, who speaks Russian at home, or um, black or Asian. Uh, if, if they grow up and they never meet these folks, then it's going to be hard for them to relate. But if they can meet them and start learning about these different cultures in the safety of a home, through the pages of a book, that's a great way to build empathy and understanding and hopefully um, get us to that um, uh, that kind of society that I think we all want, where everybody is 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 treated with respect. That's some that's some really great advice from the books. I I, I was I was you know when you were talking, I, I don't know if Eugene's in the same mind. I'm going through all the books, you know, and there's a few that I have read more than a hundred times in the last few weeks, uh, you know, and, and uh, I'm going through the books, and now I'm 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 remembering the diversity in the books, you know, and there's certain books you can really feel it and. Uh, uh, there's one in one in particular, uh, and it actually goes around the world uh, with different babies from different around the world, and it talks a little bit about each country and each person, and it actually has a phrase from a different language in, on oh, each cool. page. Um, so that that's one that has been one of my favorite books. And uh, I'll be honest, when it gets to the Japanese section of it, I'm pretty sure I am not pronouncing it right because my <laughs> wife often says, "No, that is you. You are you are saying it wrong." <laughs> and, um, <laughs> But anyway, that that was actually a fun, is a really fun book and a one that we've read a lot. I, I just the name, the name, uh, babies around the world might actually be the name of the book. It's funny. I, I should remember the name after reading it so much. But I, I'll tell you one thing. Now that I remember, you, you skip past the front cover a lot, uh, actually, yes. and you just go straight into the first page. And and I don't see the front of the book as much. But yeah, that, that was just something came into my head as you were talking. But yeah, yeah, that's been a good one. Yeah, I I think. Um, do that book with the f different phrases um that's so i i know growing up in, in I, americans have this really bad reputation for showing up in a country and expecting everybody to be able to speak english and it's you know why why aren't you able to speak my language it's like well you're in their country uh, i i'm i'm not fluent in any other language uh, i have some abilities in spanish but i at least learn how to say hello if I'm visiting another country. And, and, and the second phrase I learn is, I'm sorry, I don't speak your language. Can you help me? <laughs> but it's, a, it's, I think it's a great way just to show respect to people. And I think if, while you're introducing this book to your kids and letting them know, there are other languages out there and it's cool to learn different languages. Um, I think that that's a great benefit for, for kids. Yeah, we, we I tried something out recently. You know, you know, um, after hard days, you know, and you're going to read the two or three books every evening, and you've read the same book over and over again. It does. I'll be honest. It does get tough sometimes to read, and you're trying to convince a different book. You're like, let's do no. I want the other book. And so what we tried, I tried a couple of weeks ago, which actually kind of kicked off, was I would change the characters' names in the book to actually TV show characters. Um, so ones that we'd wish, one of our favorite TV shows, there's this thing called uh, PJ Masks. And I'm reading this book uh, for, from, um, I'm trying to take, think of the name, uh, Koala. Uh, I can't think of the name of the company, but they, they deliver a book every 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 month. And uh, so we've been reading this book. I must have read it around 40 or 50 times. So I started changing, uh, substituting the names. And the first time I did it, I wasn't expecting the reaction that I expected. The jaw dropped, the look came. And then it was the first transition to, actually, I don't know if I want to read the book anymore and this is three old and she said so now we do two books and we do a, a story without the book 
So we make up a story at the end now using the characters from the TV show. So I did that for two weeks. And then what I did was the next jaw dropping moment is I introduced two characters from two different TV shows and they met in the story. And the face was just like, I, I wish I had, had recorded it. You know, those moments that you never, you, you didn't record and you'd love to go back and see. And the mm. eyes just went, and they're waiting and you're like and guess who it was and you just wait a couple of seconds but it's so fun you know and and now i've noticed this is the best part i've heard her have her own conversations with those characters in her room by herself uh with her teddies and i've heard her do it and and you know when you were talking earlier on you know these things all these things are coming into my head and just the excitement around it and you know no matter how tired you are and and you know around this time it can be tough you know especially working from home and everything especially if you're not you're not doing that all the time it's tough to kind of get the energy to put behind the books but then when you're at when you see those moments uh, yeah it's it's so important to have those and i remembered and i remember them for a long time yeah well i think you brought it Stephen. you brought up a good point it's like you come home or you've been working all day from home and you're exhausted and it's like ah oh, do i have to read that book again <laughs> But it's like exercise. It's like, oh, I'm really beat. I don't have any energy. But then you exercise like, whoa, I'm so glad I did that. Now I feel reinvigorated. I feel real energized. You sit down, you spend those 20 minutes a night with your kids. You feel so much better after you finish, you know, and the, you know, those 20 minutes are such a great investment uh, in your kid and in your relationship with your kid. Um, one of the things that I tell parents is you know they they say what am i going to do when the kid turns 15 after have that the, the sex talk and the drug talk and the alcohol talk i'm like you start those talks now when they're babies and, and you you know when you're asking your kids about what do you think about this and what do you think about what what Pooh bear is doing and and did uh, pj mass make a good choice then that's the start of those really important tough conversations uh, so if you had the conversations about the books and the situations when they're babies, those tough teenage conversations are, they're not easy, but they're a lot easier. Yeah, totally, totally. Well, I think actually now um, talking about uh, uh, stories and funnies, um, this this is the Eugene's, I'm going to say Eugene's favorite part of the show. <laughs> and we do add sound effects later on. This is not live. So if you don't laugh, it's okay. But Eugene, we go into Eugene's uh, dad joke section uh, of the podcast. Are, are you ready, Eugene? <laughs> I am ready. Jed, are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. I don't know where you found them. You used to have better jokes before you were a dad. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Ready for action. Let's go. So I had an interview with Ikea. The interviewer said, hello, come in, make a seat. (laughs) (laughs) My wife always yells at me for not being able to season my food. I take her criticism with a pinch of sugar. (laughs) 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 I just drew a terrible self-portrait. Very unlike me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm on a roll, so I'm going to go with one more. Usually we only do three, but I'm having fun. (laughs) <laughs> so I went to the best burger van today. It was that good. It had four Michelin tires. 
<laughs> Eugene, I have one for you. Oh shoot, man, go for it. Okay, what's what is invisible and smells like carrots? <laughs> Bunny farts. <laughs> all right it's on to the random question round so this this section of our uh, of our show is we ask you a couple of random questions um okay. there's probably a couple of boston related questions knowing eugene he usually does a little bit of research here um so are you ready for the random uh random fire question round eugene are you ready Stevie, third o'clock. Jed, who is your favorite TV dad? Ooh, my favorite TV dad. Oh, wow. Um, the one I enjoyed watching the most was Archie Bunker. What's your favorite place in the US? Besides the one that you live in. Ah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to be um, controversial. Ponce, Puerto Rico. Oh. Because it, Puerto Rico is part of the United States. Ponce is an absolutely beautiful city on the southern shore of the island. Um, we have a lot of family down in, in Puerto Rico, and I've actually toured the island i think i performed in every little town and village down on the island it's an amazing place and uh, it is absolutely a part of the united states everybody born in puerto rico are united states citizens and uh and we love it and they could use a shout out they've gone through some tough times in the past few years um boston celtics the pats or the red sox celtics Right, right. Clam chowder or lobster roll? <laughs> Neither. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite book of all time? Ooh. Ooh, yes. Uh, it's called Tattoos on the Heart. It's by Father Greg Boyle. Uh, Father Greg is, started the largest gang intervention program in the world out in Los Angeles. Boston cream pie or cannoli? Cannoli. I have to I have to say one thing. I've just seen the most uh, contradictory weather thing from both of you guys, right? So Eugene's there in San Francisco. I'm looking out the window, it's blue skies. And then Jed, on your side, I've seen people uh, knock snow off the top of your car. And I just, just the moment of you know, just complete opposites just came to me. <laughs> Yes, that's my beautiful wife is is um, cleaning the the roof, the snow off the roof of my van here. <laughs> and I, and a, I'm not going to hear the end of it for about a month. <laughs> Would you rather read a book to someone or have someone read a book to you? I, if, if those are my only two choices, I'll go read a book to someone. What I really like most of all is reading a book with someone. Can you do an Irish accent? <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> um, oh, there's this late, one of the one of the women in our our church ministry to homeless. Um, 
I, I mimic her and I say, oh, yes, she lives down in Tatra Street. And she, I, that's. What is your favorite childhood TV show? Ah, uh, from when, ah, uh, the Three Stooges. That was my last question for you, Jed, my friend. You have passed the flying colors. Thank you very much for taking the rapid fire question round. Uh, my pleasure. Those are great. Um, so we'll ask everybody and we'll, of course, share it with all of the people listening to our podcast to check out readingwithyourkids.com and uh, and also the STEM podcast, uh, Solve It for Kids. And so is there anything else you'd like to add, uh, Jed? You know, I would like to add um, one of the things that I've done because of the pandemic, I'm not able to go and perform in person for kids anymore, uh, at least for the time being. And uh, as much as I love the podcast, as much as I love speaking to people, I really miss being in front of a live audience performing my magic. But we've adapted the program. So and and I'm uh, very surprised at how much fun I'm having performing for kids virtually on on zoom or google hangouts or microsoft teams and uh, so if they do go to um readingwithyourkids.com parents um there's a button that says parents click here if they scroll down to live events we're offering for the next few weeks or so um uh people an opportunity to to book a live virtual performance of my magic show for free uh, my intention is I would love to perform all around the world. So if there's people listening in Ireland, uh, we can figure out the time and I can, you know, perform perform for your classroom, for your school, uh, for your, your ch- church group. I just love, uh, you know, going out and interacting with kids and using my magic and comedy to remind kids to be respectful and kind to themselves and to everyone they meet. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea, Jed. We will absolutely add it to all of our social media that we'll have coming out after this podcast. Thank you so much for for coming on to the show today. Hey, it's been a pleasure, guys. I really appreciate it. Enjoy talking to you guys. Thank you so much, Jed. We hope hope we get your power back soon. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today on I See Dad People. If you would like to check out the rest of our podcasts and be the first to hear our new ones, you can visit us at icdadpeople.com or follow us on Instagram at icdadpeople underscore official and we will see you next time and remember I see dad people I see them all the time